Batman Universe. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Batman Universe podcast. This is episode 153. If you're keeping track, I am one of your co-hosts, Jamie Magoo McGow, McGoonical, however you want to say it. And with me, as always, is my buddy, my bat chum, my partner in crime, Andy DiGenova. Hello, Andy. Hello, Jamie, and hello, everybody out there. Uh, even if you're not keeping track, I'm still Andy DiGenova. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's Whether or not you're counting, he's still Andy DiGenova. I, on the other hand, depending on what you're counting and how you're counting, am different each time. That's right. But you can figure that out <laughs> on your own. So we're not going to give you any hints on that one. Yeah. Anyway, it's time for some time for some news. Yeah, let's get into it, right? It's been a pretty pretty solid week actually. Uh of course, within tradition of uh, you know, one of us being gone, that's when all of it strikes, right? And That's uh, true. So thanks for leaving. Yeah, no problem. Hey, you know, you got to do it just to make sure we get all this bat goodness. Well, I'm leaving next week, man, so Ooh. Who so knows? Just, yeah, here it comes. It's just going to keep keep on rolling. And and in truth, like all superstition aside, like I I feel like it will. I feel like it because it's just it's been really rolling. You oh know, yeah, with obviously the proximity of of BVS coming out, um, and then uh, Suicide Squad really ramping up with their uh, ad campaigns and and everything. It's uh, I think it's I think it's going to keep on fire for a while here oh yeah it does seem like right now it's kind of it's going to be non-stop until the release of the film yeah you know from the first of the year all the way till march there is just new stuff every single day because the marketing machine is going we are building up to that release date and so warner brothers is not going to let us forget that this movie is coming out so we uh we keep getting stuff so it's exciting it's an exciting time yes it is absolutely I just love how often we are getting new things and just the text messages between us and, and Andy, you had sent the last one with like images from the uh, special on the CW and you're like, this is real guys. Like this is, this is a movie that's coming out. Like all of this is real. And I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's so weird. Like seeing all this and being like, yeah, that's, it's about to come out. You know, we're Mm -hmm. about to see a movie where Batman and Superman are fighting. Like that's about to happen. Yep. And Wonder Woman, and, and God knows who else. Like it's yeah. it's mind blowing, you know. Getting ready for that special on the CW, there was that, uh, and maybe I'm jumping ahead, but yeah, there was that that Justice League concept art of the entire yeah. team minus Green Lantern, and it was one of those where you're like, wow, like this is really happening. This is coming into fruition, and it's just ah. Uh, it's just so exciting. I think it's the scale of it too, because you know, it's like we—they have tried these things before, for mm-hmm. sure. You yeah. know, but just very limited success, and especially with, uh, you know, and we've said this a million times, but with the seriousness that people treat these things, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's so easy to poo-poo all of this stuff and just say, you know, oh, you know, well, that's kid stuff, blah blah blah. And uh, it has been for forever, you know, and basically to have, you know, David Ayer coming in and being like, no, this is like if people were like this and this was happening, here's what would happen. And and Snyder, same thing, you know, coming in. And it's like Nolan kind of, I feel like, set that bar. But, you know, 
it's cool because now we're getting that validity and that seriousness, but there's enough wiggle room where you can have the comic booky fun stuff too. And oh, yeah. it's totally totally fine and it totally feels normal, you and, know. And that's what I'm most excited about is is yeah. is we're finally uh with DC embracing the comic bookiness of this universe where you can have a king of Atlantis and a space cop and an Amazonian <laughs> princess and you know a a god from another planet and a guy in a bat suit with amazing toys like you can have it all and there's no sidestepping it or trying to justify it it's just like no this all exists and let's just have fun with it and i i love that yep absolutely so moving on to the actual news let's talk a little bit uh again it started uh in earnest last week the first thing we got was a new promo shot of batman v superman dawn of justice of these two guys uh, duking it out so uh you've got superman in the foreground with uh the wind up a big uh, fist ready to go and then Batman in the background looking like he's already in mid in mid punch there. So spoilers guys, there may be punching in this film. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Let's Sorry if that gets yeah, too we much. We were worried about that, right? Yeah. I mean, we were we were kinda like, is this gonna be like kind of violent punchy punchy munchy? <laughs> I think punchy wunchy is the adjective we used. That that is the technical term for it. Right. Yes. Uh, so yeah. So uh, it's uh, and it, what's cool about it, it is it is pulled pretty much directly from Hush. Yeah. The the pose and the the um, just the way the shot is, but it's with Ben yeah, Affleck as Batman. Like that, yeah. That up angle. Composition. Like, that's the word. There I was, you go. That's, that's what I was going for. You artistic fool. Yeah. So anyway, but it, so it's great. So it's great that they're using these really awesome um, iconic images from the comic books and then putting in these the live action counterparts for the characters in those spots. I think it's a really, really awesome shot. Uh, what do you think about it, Jamie? I love it. It's, it's fantastic. The only thing that bothers me about this, um, and it's more of, um, I guess it's kind of like a, uh, it's sort of an anatomy critique, but it's also sort of a costume critique. I don't know. It's, it's just the fact that in this image, if you look, you can sort of tell that Superman, his suit has like chest padding because of the way that his pectoral muscle is with his arm raised. Mm. Like you're basically when you do that, when you raise up your arm, like your 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 pectoral muscle basically moves up with it. And in this, it looks a little weird just because it's like, well, Obviously, it's like the padding stays in the same place, like the arms down position. Uh-huh. But also, I can see why because, well, A, you know, it is a costume. They're kind of going with that just like with, you know, Batman. It's a costume, so that's okay. But also, it would, it would like wrinkle up the Superman um, logo, you know, his emblem. So it's like, um, uh, you know, it's, it's for good reason. But my, my eye immediately went to that. And so I was like, oh, that kind of sucks that it's like – but it's such a stupid, like, artistic critique. Like, I wouldn't ever say it's a, a real true knock on this. It's just something that I notice, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, you have a better eye than I for, for such things. Like, but I think I, ha- I did see in a couple comments about that his chest looks weird, and that must be what they were talking about. And now that you explain yeah. it, I'm like, oh, okay, I hear what you're saying. Um, because you're right. Like, his chest remains kind of 
neutral and straight, yeah. even though he's raising his arm. I, I get what exactly. you're saying. It's like the down position. So it's right. like anatomically, if his arm was down, like that would be right. And it is right, you know, but um, when he raises his arm to such an extreme position, that muscle moves with him. So it's very clearly like kind of a padding sort of thing. So it's just one of those things that, you know, obviously since I'm a sculptor and I look out for anatomical things like this, it sort of, bugs me in that sense where I want to fix it, um, mm-hmm. but not in any sense where I'm like, oh, well, that's wrong. You know, right. it's like, well, this is a promo shot for a movie with guys wearing costumes and that's part of the costume. So guess what? It's fine. Um, so, yeah, other than that, that small critique overall, it's bitching. You know, it just shows, again, you know, we're getting into an age where there is validity to, you know, the comic book source material and, uh, you know, it's cool. It's like this sort of in filmmaking, there's this renaissance of going tradition, uh, traditional, you know, like making costumes and, and being less um, post-production heavy, less visual effects heavy and going back to more, you know, traditional methods. And so that kind of goes along with this where there's like, you know, they're not going to fix every little thing. They're making this. This is a costume. And so they're like, hey, you know, yes, they add the smoke and the flare and, and the sparks and, and fire and all of that. Um, but you know, this is something that they didn't, they didn't worry about. It's like, it's a costume. That's what it is. You know, no, no, no shame in hiding from that, you know, we're yeah. it all. So love it. Love it, man. It's so great. Cool. And this is part of kind of a bigger story in that it seems as if movie theaters is, are going to have, uh, Batman v Superman popcorn buckets and drink cups and, uh, popcorn bags and and cups with little figurines on top of it, and this was one of the images for that. Yeah. So so there was kind of a this this release of of all of these different basically concession containers for for uh, movie theaters that are all adorned with Batman v Superman promo art, and this was just one of those pieces. So I saw all these, and I'm like, God, like it it's so nerdy, but I, I still love it. Like there there, it just brings that excitement of like. Being able to have a Batman v Superman popcorn tub, you know, I things know. like that. I know. Well, I, I would I wish even more so that like that like the fact that they show this product range, you know, like this. I mean, maybe they do this for other things, but I haven't really seen this before. You know, I usually see like the cup and the tub, you know, mm-hmm. but like this has every size cup, every you know, keychains, it has every different logo. I mean, it's got all of it. And uh on top of that, it's like I wish they would have had the price tag for everything, <laughs> every one of these, just because it would be hilarious to just be like, this popcorn tub is going to cost you $10 and you're going to pay for it. Aren't you, nerd? Yeah. You? And we're like, <laughs> yes, yes, you are. yes, we are. <laughs> like, I just want one of the cups with the figures on top. You know, like I can, I'm not going to keep a used popcorn tub, sorry, but. The cup with the figure. Oh my god, I got yeah. Have that. If it, if it's like one of the tin ones or whatever, like that one that you. Oh had, yeah, like, yeah. Me like that's that's cool because that's like more of a key. But yeah, if it's just like the flimsy. If it's like yeah, if it's cardboard, soggy. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is awesome. I it doesn't say which theaters are going to get this. I hope all uh, because it'll be something to keep an eye out for. But yeah, they're they're super cool. And again, it just kind of helps build the excitement that this movie is going to be everywhere. And it kind of already is. Yeah, definitely. 
So moving on, uh, Warner Brother launches uh, a Twitter page for DC Films and gave us a first look at the Justice League altogether. So we were talking a little bit about this promo image uh, earlier in our beginning discussion at the beginning of the podcast of seeing all of the Justice League together. And uh, Warner Brothers has used that official Twitter and uh, Facebook account as well uh, for Wonder Woman movie previously. And now that they used... Uh, that an account for uh, uh, they've launched this account as I had said for DC Films as well, and given us this first concept art of the Justice League. Uh, however, with it's not the total Justice League as we had also mentioned without Green Lantern because um, it doesn't seem like we necessarily know which Green Lantern we're getting. We do know that we're getting a Green Lantern core uh, movie and that we're getting. Uh, obviously, uh, Green Lantern part as part of the Justice League, but uh, we don't know if we're getting the uh, the uh, uh, Kyle Rayner. We don't know if we're getting Hal Jordan. We don't know which one we're getting. Uh, so that's probably why it's included, and obviously it lose the or not included, and it lose the idea that uh, he's going to be brought in later down the line. Uh, so any comments on this uh, dawn of Justice League? image andy yeah this this was the nice little teaser they gave us before the special aired and it was cool um but i did see there was some concern of like because green lantern wasn't in the image that maybe he's been canceled or he's not going to show up they made sure on the special to address that that no green lantern is coming that's not it i just think they weren't ready to to reveal whatever their plans for green lantern were so they just left him off and i think that was fine um but it was it's great to finally get like somewhat official of the Justice League and what they're going to look like. Um, we've, of course, already seen Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman, but this is the first really official look at Flash and Cyborg. But they 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 smartly and conveniently left them fuzzy enough and in the background enough that you still you get a feel for them, but you don't get a perfectly great look at them. And I think that's yeah. because they're still finalizing those, those designs or they just don't want us to see them yet. Um, so yeah. I thought that that was very clever on their part, but this was cool again to see, um, just uh, step one of, of this Justice League coming together. So make sure that uh, for those of you guys who are on Twitter, do follow the DC Films Twitter and the Wonder Woman Film Twitter because they're both out there now. They're both official. So that's where you'll be getting lots of cool stuff like this Dawn of the Justice League concept art. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're dead on, you know, there's just enough there to take in little bits. And, and, uh, we saw a little bit more, especially of the flash, I mm -hmm. think on the, the CW special, but you know, it's definitely still kind of loose cause they showed a lot of images of the flash from the comic books as well. So, you know, it's nice. It gives them time to dial it in, but also kind of, uh, introduce these characters and say, yes, you know, these are, sort of where they're going um without revealing too much totally yeah it gives it gives a feeling on the direction without giving you the actual reveal yeah absolutely oh sweet so anyway going back to uh zach snyder doing some interviews he did an interview with famous monsters magazine and number one if you if you check it out the cover for this magazine is so cool because it's armored batman superman and wonder woman um but it's like artwork and it's just a really, really cool image. Like this image, take off all of the, the magazine text around it and, and release it as a poster. And I want it because it's a beautiful image. Totally. 
Um, but Zack Snyder talked about Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Uh, and so here are some of the things he had to say. So talking about creating a believable matchup between Batman and Superman, he said, the discovery of the story is that Batman fights Superman. Now move your superhero chess pieces so that can happen. And it can happen in a credible and interesting way. It's just incredibly satisfying and fun to dig into these two mythological characters and find a through line that allows them to come into conflict in a way that not only is philosophically satisfying, but also physically real. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, not, I mean, not tons of detail there, but other than the fact uh, that yeah, there's a lot of real thought put into like, okay, we know we want Batman and Superman to fight, but we have to then write a story that makes that fight credible and believable. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it, it's funny because this, as we know, and as we've seen from, um, what Zach Sned, Zach Sned, Zach Sned, Zach had said previously, uh, you know, that these were the, the decision was made to, to put them together in a movie. You know, I mean, that was sort of just like everyone got excited and then they had to figure it out, figure out why, you know, and how. But again, adding that validity to it, it's like, well, the fact that they were like, no, we have to make this make sense. You know, our mm-hmm. audience will not just accept like you know, the, the dumbest reason or, or some throwaway reason just to get these two in a movie together. It, it's got to make sense. It's got to have some weight because it's a big deal, you know, to these mm-hmm. fans. So Yeah. Well, and then, uh, the example I always use is like, you know, yeah, you could just say, oh, Superman is possessed by red kryptonite. Batman has to stop him. But exactly. that's just so boring. And, yes. and, and you want something more satisfying than that. And I think that we are definitely getting that with this film. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, talking about Ben Affleck's older, wiser Batman, Zack Snyder said, he's not, he's not yet tired of his place in the world. He's definitely still tooth and nailing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, I, that's, I, it's cool just to see, like, uh, you know, all these things that we're speculating. You know, most of the time these guys are kind of validating that. And, uh, you know, a lot of people did think initially, I think, that he was this, um, you know, basically retired you know the dark knight returns batman that right right maybe be coming back into it but you know i think as it's gone on we've seen it's like well he's definitely not the optimistic batman that's for sure he's he's uh you know torn and haggard a bit uh but you know he's still got a lot of fight in him yeah and that's true and it does kind of fly in the face in a good way of 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 the people who are like oh this is already a retired batman a batman who has quit uh it's nice to hear zach Snyder say no 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 not exactly he's still he still wants to be Batman. He's still out there doing it, which, of course, we're seeing, but yeah. I, I kind of like that approach better. Yeah. Then he talked about Man of Steel. Yes, and he about did. And about the destruction in Man of Steel that he apparently is very aware of the criticism around. He said this. He said, I stand by it, because for me, I've always said that when I was working on Watchmen, and maybe it's sort of left over from a Watchmen philosophical sort of thing, is that there should be consequences to superheroes' interaction with the Earth. And that was kind of the way that we approached Man of Steel. I wanted a big consequence to Superman's arrival on Earth. Certainly, Batman v Superman sort of cashes in all its chips on the why of that destruction. It's cool because, you know, I don't know if we've really touched on that and how The Watchmen was such a great setup. Um, I'm so glad that he did that movie before he did these movies, mm-hmm. before he did Man of Steel, because for the very reasons that he just talked about, you know, it, it sort of set up because that story innately is that way. It, it was already a story um, amongst 
optimistic um, comic books that basically, you know, either things just worked out or, you know, there wasn't really it, – it, it wasn't necessarily – I mean there were certain comics I guess that had that weight. But it was definitely very groundbreaking and, and the idea that there was a lot of very real and serious issues amongst all these heroes uh, in that book. And so um, seeing that story and, and working that story out obviously in his own film, you know, prepared him for that uh, sort of thing in here where it was – seems to be sort of without question that, you know, like, yeah, if I'm going to destroy Metropolis, you know, there's going to be hell to pay, you know, and, uh, and that was obviously the reaction that everybody had, or so many had, uh, of Man of Steel. I mean, it downright unavoidable, um, from most people, like just talking about the excessive destruction and how could this happen and all that. And it's just like, well, perfect. You know, that's fodder for the next upcoming stories because, you know, it's like, Yes, this is a real issue. I'm acknowledging that. And, you know, you'll get to see at least some resolve or at least some result from that, you know, for the audiences and within this world that he's building. Yeah, totally. And and I, and I love that he stands by it. You know, yeah. it would be so easy to kind of bend to the critics and say, oh, maybe I went overboard. I didn't mean to. But he's like, no, there was a reason for it. I, I made the conscious decision to do that because guess what? These superheroes, they don't exist in a vacuum. Like when there is a massive confrontation, there are going to be consequences to that. And, uh, you know, I never had a problem with it in the first place, but I like that he, you know, again, he's put real thought into it and that he's standing by it. And not everybody's going to agree. Of course not. But... Uh, good for him for for sticking by his guns because yeah, like him I stand by. Him. Yeah. Um. All right, so that's 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 what we got for famous monsters. But then we'll talk a little bit about the special. Yes, indeed. So, so you got a chance to watch it. You were over in London, but you you managed to get to watch it. Yeah, well, I I didn't get to see the whole thing. Um, so there was a couple of the, like the BVS clips that um, I basically went on Reddit. It was like five a.m. and uh, you know because you're all jacked up from the time schedule. But I jumped on Reddit and was like, okay, you know, I'm sure that there's going to be some stuff up here. But um, luckily, I was actually going to go look for some sightseeing stuff and just see what the locals had said. Uh, and then the Suicide Squad trailer was right at the beginning. I was like, well, if, if this is right at the top of the, you know, the, the main page. I'm just going to go for it. And so I started kind of diving into whatever I could find that was already up. And unfortunately, a good majority it was up on YouTube. So I watched the Suicide Squad trailer. I watched um, most of the portions. I got, got to see the Wonder Woman footage and all that. Uh, this portion was actually a bit that, um, that wasn't up and linked. So I just watched it yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, but it's just the addition of, um, obviously, uh, the... Uh, the Batman uh, that the, most of the BVS shots that were brought in, uh, obviously the extra shot of Bruce uh, doing some pull-ups, uh, another shot of him in the armored suit uh, mm -hmm. from the front, uh, the Batmobile shot of it going, um, you know, coming up through sort of the cave and then exiting, uh, which is which so is amazing. so tinsel. Oh, it is it is so on point. Bonus man. points for anyone who got that reference. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Uh, and then obviously this laser that uh, he's working on, which obviously, um, you know, we all are speculating has a lot to do with his uh, development of his suit and his fight against uh, Superman. 
Yeah, I mean, for for BVS, they didn't give us tons new, uh, and they were just these quick little moments. So, but I still thought we should acknowledge them. You know, there was a a slightly longer clip where Superman is talking to Lois, where he talks about, you know, all this time I've been trying to do good, but Superman didn't really exist. Got to kind of wonder what is creating this, you know, this... uh, this crisis of, of conscience or whatever. I'm, I'm sure it's because the damn government pulled them in and they're like, answer for yourself for saving the world. Yeah. Um, so you kind of see that and that's where she gives the reassuring, you know, this means something. Um, and then all the things you talked about, you know, Ben Affleck looking like a beast doing pull-ups, the laser. Um, but for me, the VIP shot in this whole thing is that Batmobile. Oh my God. Like, and we've seen the Batmobile, but to see it racing out of this tunnel, which is a very classic Batman shot that yeah. we've seen in almost every Batman movie, a version of it, but God, it is so quick and powerful and awesome. I just, I was in love with it. And, and so that for me was kind of the highlight of all these little tiny new snippets that we got of the film. They were very smart. They didn't give us tons new on BVS cause there's already so much out there, but yeah. the little, little bits they did were were all really awesome yeah it's funny because i'd forgotten that we hadn't seen that superman and lois scene um because because we had seen half of it yeah right exactly it was just the part you know the continuation of it and so um which is cool because it's like that you know as you had mentioned they're, they're just giving us a little bit more and they've been doing that with most of these clips you know just like the do you bleed and all that stuff you know it's like they're just saying here's a little bit more of that scene so you're getting a little bit more to grab onto maybe a little bit more context a little bit more information uh but nothing you know not an entirely new scene you know or or nothing too spoilery which is i think is very smart uh the way that they're playing that out and yeah that batmobile shot i think that's actually is it if i'm remembering right how they ended the special yeah it was uh, at the very end yeah and uh, it was like Dude, like, talk about a way to go out, man. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, that, it's funny because the the Batmobile, uh, I was just looking at because I had gotten, and I think I f- forgot to mention this to you, Andy, but um, I finally got the Hot Wheels Batmobile. I saw. I get it? I saw you posted on Facebook. I was like, yes, he got it. Yeah, and where did I get it? Because I hadn't seen it a single place other uh, than, actually, that's not true. I saw it in, um, Seattle, but it was kind of grouped with that other little Batman figure that I already had. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I don't. I just want the. I just want the Batmobile. And I'm in a grocery, like a little market in London, and they have six Hot Wheels cars on one of those little side racks, just randomly in like the cereal aisle. And it's at the very top, just sitting there. I'm like, you got to be kidding me! Like this is just destiny right here. And I got it, and I was like, this is so awesome that I. Have I think this. that's so cool though, because that makes that Batmobile even more special. Totally. Because it's exactly. not like you just picked it up on a run to the grocery store. You picked it up across the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like somebody commented when I posted it up. They're like, so now now I know why you really went to London. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> just I to get it. toys. Like that, like people think of me like that. They're like, you're that sick. You would take a trip to London just to get a little Hot Wheels Batmobile. And I'm like, you're damn right. I am <laughs> worth every penny. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's it's definitely such an interesting uh, design, you know, it's cool getting it in this scale because you can really get a look at it overall and how like wide and and low it is and everything. But man, it's um just seeing it racing through that cave like that. It just is like, oh man, if there was any doubt for you, like that this was the Batmobile or was was a great Batmobile, it's just seeing that power and it racing through that cave. It's just like. 
what a what a selling moment, you know. Yeah, and it looked like there was fire coming out of the uh, the back there. Yeah, well that that was um, in in uh, Arkham Knight when they brought because they have in Arkham Knight they have the BVS skin and then they have uh, for Batman and they have the BVS Batmobile. It doesn't have. Um, the battle mode and the other things, but you can drive it normally. And actually, I was super pumped to see that not only does it have that and that sort of upside down, that kind of horse shape, the upside down U shape um, jet in the back, it mm-hmm. comes out of there. But there's two side um, jets that come out from either side um, beside that. As yeah, well, yeah, which, which is super cool. So it's like, yeah, they they. That you knew they were going to do that, man. With the tributes that they have done in creating these costumes and and everything, it's like you know the Batmobile. The Batmobile has to spit fire. It's, well, it's uh, a, and that's such a fun and cool thing. And I have to imagine that that started with the '60s show. Sure. That yeah. that started with kind of the flames coming out of the back, and now every other Batmobile has like had to do it. But I kind of love that that's become tradition. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's just so signature. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, Very cool. We'll get to the rest of the special as we get to Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman, but we'll stick to BVS for now because there's still more because there's just too much. Um, We learned who Martha Wayne is, right? Good Lord. Right, Jamie? Oh, if I could just calm down a little bit about this, that'd be great. All right. Just take take a deep breath, man. I can't. (laughs) It's it's a good one. It's a, not it's exactly a, who I picture when I think of Bruce Wayne's mother, but you know, what do I know? I I, I was like, I, I think I said something to affect these text messages. We were sending back and forth, but I was like, man, like I've never wanted Martha Wayne to die less than than after hearing this. Now. I'm like, that sounds so horrible and shallow, obviously, because it's just like, you know completely a shallow statement but at the same time i'm like wow you know it's it's always been you know martha wayne has always well spoiler obviously that's the news lauren cohen has been confirmed as martha wayne in bvs which is a complete shock i think to to everybody considering the profile this actress um you know that she's she's very well known and very well liked uh and uh to to have this go be completely under wraps is pretty crazy um but, uh, you know, they usually kind of have Martha Wayne obviously be, you know, an attractive woman, but, you know, very usually, you know, somewhat more, more mom, you know, <laughs> yeah, more mom. She's just more mom mode. And and Lauren Cohen is is not mom to me. Like, she's just not. And I get it. Like, it's totally fine. Her age totally works. Uh, but holy crap, you know, I mean, she's. She's kind of a an icon uh, for her looks, you know, as well as her acting ability. Uh, so it's a uh, it's a pretty big deal. I gotta she, say, she is rather lovely. She is. She is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think that's really cool. And I I swear I had heard murmurs of this rumor a while back. I swear I had. Really? Yeah, but it didn't get much traction. And honestly, I didn't even give it a second thought. And then now it's kind of been confirmed. Um, which, I mean, that's cool that, like, if you're going to do The Death of the Waynes to bring in two very recognizable actors for cameos. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan is Thomas Wayne and then Lauren Cohen is Martha Wayne. Like, that's that's cool. You might as well, you know, give these guys cameos. But the downside is Lauren Cohen, because she is such kind of an up-and-comer right now, uh, 
that kind of eliminates her from getting some sort of bigger role in the DCEU, which is a bit of a bummer. But I guess, you know, a little Lauren Cohen is better than no Lauren Cohen. So I still think it's I still think it's super cool. Yeah, but I'm, you know, I that's such a good point. I didn't even think about that in that, you know, I could totally see her as like a huntress or a Talia al Ghul or something like that. You know, I mean, she's she's obviously she's kind of more of an action oriented uh, actress, you know, Mm -hmm. from The Walking Dead. Uh, And so it's it's a bit unfortunate in that respect. But um yeah, I mean, uh, at least, uh, you know, if I can, you know, kind of put my eyes back in my head and, and you know, roll up my tongue here. Uh, as Martha Wayne, I think that she's got a great look to be a Martha Wayne, you know, just uh, overall, aside from being, you know, not as maybe matronly and motherly as I would think Martha, Martha Wayne would be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I were to put her aside, alongside um, you know, maybe in like in Gotham, you know, uh, she would be a totally great Martha Wayne in Gotham as well. Oh yeah, um, totally. Yeah. So, so, uh, and you know, just kind of thinking about like the dashing Ben McKenzie as Gordon, you know, so right. it's, so it's, it's very fitting in that when I think about it in that way. Um, so I'm super pumped about it, you know, it's really, really great. Cool. Um, and then today something happened for BVS before we move on and it's not even part of the notes, but I got to call it out because, uh, today Zack Snyder tweeted out a quick little video message about Batman v Superman saying, guess what guys, it's time to pick a side. Uh, and so he introduced the hashtag who will win. And then he's like, I want to hear. So if you hashtag Batman and hashtag Superman. So right now on Twitter, if you hashtag Batman, it shows up with a little Batman emoji. And then if you hashtag Superman, it shows up with a little Superman emoji, uh, which is kind of fun anyway. So immediately, I, of course, had to, to tweet out my support of Batman and get the little Batman emoji. So you that's fun. You chose Batman, you sell out. I know. Who'd have thought? <laughs> Who'd have guessed that would happen? Um, and then it also was met with a new poster, and it's a poster of Batman on the left, Superman on the right, and then on the bottom, the hashtag who will win. Uh, cool poster, not like groundbreaking or amazing or drastically different, but cool. And so that was kind of a nice little thing on this Sunday morning to, to again, just get a little bit something extra. I'm literally looking it up right now because I haven't seen it yet. I um, thought I but, texted yeah. it to you. Uh, you might have, but I probably missed it. In the <laughs> You were probably driving. I did. So yeah, it's oh, okay. Here you go. Okay. So so yeah, it's got the the BVS logo in red behind them uh in front of kind of that cloudy sky with the light kind of breaking through and then all those little fragments of whatever flying around that seem to be in all the posters. Um, but then it's got Batman on the left, Superman on the right, and then the bottom hashtag who will win with the release date 32516. Ah, oh, dude. I, you got to hand it to them, man. They're they're nailing it on on, I mean, obviously, we've talked before. There's been what some people think are some faux pas uh, in their marketing campaign, but overall, like this is a great thing. You know, this is a perfect thing to do, uh, and it's one of those things that when you're like, when they, you know, now that you're saying it, I'm like, oh, of course they would do that, but like it could have easily been missed, you know. But but this is, seems like just like the perfect, obvious thing to do since this conversation's been happening forever. Why would it not be, you know, taken to Twitter and then obviously with the little uh, emoji to go along with it, just beautiful, man. Yeah, and it, and it, the emoji thing was something like Star Wars did, and it's just a great way to to get people talking about the movie. So it's awesome. 
Yeah, man. Love it. So uh, who will win, Jamie? I don't know. I'm a pretty huge Supes fan, but uh, I'm going to go with Batman on this one just to, you know, I don't know. There's something about that Batman that I like. He's, you know, he's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's good to vote for the underdog. He's got no powers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like that. <laughs> just going back to just so many conversations mentally uh, about this and how that was always the thing that made Batman so cool and so much easier to root for in my mind was that very issue. It was like, you know, when you have it all, it's, it's easy to win. But when you got very, you know, and not, not that Bruce Wayne doesn't have it all, obviously. I mean, he's got it all financially, but it's his strife and his, and his motivation and his, you know, effort that makes him fantastic and makes him so formidable. And that's, that, that's just always been the most inspiring reason why I've loved Batman and always thought that he was the, uh, the winner in, in said hypothetical fight. Yeah. Well, I guess we're gonna find out in like sixty-two days, sixty-one days. God, we're so we are so damn close, man. Dude, it is crazy, man. It Ugh. is crazy. We have to decide where we're seeing this thing. Yeah, I know. Which, which is completely not applicable down. to anyone listening, but you and I need to decide where we're going. Well, um, there is the issue because tickets could go on sale any day now. Yeah, but, well, there is the issue, and I and I and I may have to, depending on how things go, I may have to forego this. Uh, but because I saw the the trailer, that oh, you get to go a week you, early. I got the pre screening, yeah, tickets. Oh. Do you get to bring someone? Well, the thing that's good is because Leilani went with me. I think that they said you get two, so we'll have to we'll have to negotiate. We'll Maybe to, I can be, buy Leilani a present to stay yeah. home that night. <laughs> Honestly, she would probably be more than willing to like forego that. Uh, so I think I'll we- still buy her a present. I don't care. <laughs> I'll buy her a bottle of wine and a DVD of Bridget Jones's diary and be like, uh, enjoy yeah, exactly. your Just evening. Anything British. You're fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. Uh, but yeah, so I, I definitely, it's one of those things that like, I think I'd be as much as I would love to see it early to see it without my bat chums. Yeah. Feel wrong, you know? So, uh, so we'll have, we'll figure that out off off the air if you right will. right sorry everybody uh back to the news indeed so suicide squad we uh spoke a little bit about there's a little bit of you know here and there happening with suicide squad yeah uh, blew just, up just, big time this week yeah just tiny stuff obviously. oh my god yeah oh man it's just been uh so fantastic uh just uh beginning with um you know these character posters uh, of the individual little skulls. I think that's how it started, right? Wasn't it the the little yeah, skulls? Yeah, yeah, it was the skull um, posters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that were all then compiled into one. And then finally, uh, there was one a larger poster that was released with uh, sort of that same kind of skull motif, but all of the actual actors uh, from above uh, or looking at them from uh they're below and the camera's above, I suppose. And they're sort of making up the teeth. Uh, and with the Joker actually in one of the uh, X eyes uh, as well um, uh, up in the left-hand corner. But it just really solidifying the look of, of sort of this campaign, which is sort of this neon glowing, you know, pink, green, blue sort of deal. Um, 
and uh, it's just fantastic. So, so that was kind of the 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 beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then the trailer, right? I think was the obviously the, the yeah that was the big that. thing. Like building up to the trailer, we got all these posters. So there were all the skull posters, which were super stylized like very cool very different um and then a, a, the somewhat more traditional poster um that i'm sure is the one we'll be seeing in theaters but you're right it was all building up to that big trailer reveal so again like big big week so we most of us thought oh we're not going to get anything until tuesday until the special airs and uh they just kept throwing us these awesome little things as, as building up to it so first of all what did you think of the posters and then we'll get to the trailer I I really loved it. Um, I really loved uh, e- each of the individual posters. I, I you know it's just there's something about this campaign that feels very indie. Um, you know, like and and Ayer is is definitely obviously uh, the kind of guy that is not afraid to kind of take this in his own route. And and that's what I really love about it is it doesn't feel um, like this big bland corporate campaign you know it yeah feels, yeah it feels like this kind of weird without being um chintzy or or kind of this generic style you know when when they'll take like graffiti and they'll be like oh this is graffiti and then you're like this is some mockery of graffiti or something you know it doesn't feel that way it feel it has its its own legitimacy uh and its own right uh being this kind of you know, painted, scratched, you know, uh, look. And, and so those little character posters were just, it feels like they, they kind of got almost like an individual. And I don't know the artists or the, uh, the people that did these, but it feels like, you know, Ayer found the guy that he liked to style and was like, I want you to do skull posters for the Suicide Squad for each of the characters. And then that guy did those. And then he was like, yep, that's it. And and just sort of and maybe had a few tweaks and then release them like that's what it feels like. They don't feel overworked. They don't feel like this, you know, kind of bland campaign. It's it's really cool. I I really enjoy it. Yeah. And I I I totally agree. What I love about the marketing for this film is it 100 percent is embracing and celebrating its own identity. Like it's not trying to boil itself down so that it's safe for everybody. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's going the other direction saying, this is what we are. This is what we're doing. And we're committed to it. And hopefully you will jump on board. But this is who we are. And I, and I love that because it, it would be easy to try and like make it bland and be like, no, Suicide Squad's for everybody. Bring the kids because we get more money that way. It's instead going, no, Suicide Squad is this. It's different. It's bold. It's weird. It's uh, creepy and grimy, but funny and insane. And come on and join the party. It just feels like the coolest campaign I can imagine. Um, And I love that about it. I love how strongly and uh, how committed it is to its own premise. I think that's awesome. And you see that in the posters, especially like with the skulls, like those, those that's seems like something that would be like fan made, but it's not, it's real. And then, and then even this final one sheet, even though it is a little more traditional because it includes the cast, it still has this really bold and strong personality to it. And I love that about it. I also love that it managed to, to include what 11 characters without feeling overstuffed. 
and it still has a very strong design to it. I, I love it. I love how unabashed the Suicide Squad is about itself. Yeah, I agree. And it it doesn't it also doesn't have that feel that so many movie posters do now where uh aside from the the kind of the cast that they actually list at the bottom, the names that they actually list, you're like, okay, well that's the the PR um stuff. Uh but it it doesn't have any character bigger than one another. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, you know, that they took these individual images even though they did. They they didn't kind of place them over one another and then try and make them look like they're in one scene because they're all sort of um it's the all the same lighting it's obviously a studio shoot you know where they appear to be all together um it there's nothing jarring about it you know it doesn't look weird at all like and and there's been comic book posters without naming names that in the uh and the recent past have felt like just where where you even you see the individual poster and then you see them all together in the group poster and you're like man like that's just it literally feels like somebody just copy pasted all these together and just was like ah, and then they were like oh well make this character bigger because he's you know his agent called and they want him bigger on this poster you know mm-hmm, so right. it doesn't it, it I 100% agree that it it just feels um you know it just feels right on you yeah, know overall yeah. Yeah, and you're right. It's not Will Smith dead center. Yeah. And then everyone behind him. It's like exactly. he, he is just a member of this this humongous ensemble. And I think it's great. And I and I do love the touch of the Joker. You're gonna have him on your poster, but I love that they separated him from the group. You know? Yeah. Nobody wants he's to stand bigger. by the Joker. He's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's not bigger. He's not, you know, any but he's there, you know, and you gotta have him there, but it's like you, it's so easy to see. Like if they if they had him like the biggest on the poster, like right, that would yeah. be, or or even like you say Will Smith. You know, yeah. like it's just I mean I mean Will Smith. He got the top uh, top spot. He gets top billing. Poster. Yeah, got top billing. Uh, which you know, hey, it's like, uh, and there's only. But he's the biggest names. movie star. Come on, exactly, like- exactly. So it's it's like uh, th- it's forgiven. You know, it's not a big deal, and. And, uh, you know, so that's that just is what it is. But I'm glad none of that was at the sacrifice of the visual imagery of this poster. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I love I love the posters uh, in general. I do love the how how colorful they are. Um, and then going to the trailer, we got the first official trailer for Suicide Squad because the Comic-Con footage was not technically a trailer. Um, so set to Bohemian Rhapsody. With the tagline, worst heroes ever, two and a half minutes of pure Suicide Squad. Jamie, thoughts? Uh, overall, love it. Uh, God, I, I feel like I'm just so one note. I'm like, everything that comes out, I'm like, I love this. <laughs> but, uh, you know, overall, uh, trailer-wise, I thought it was fantastic. I thought the tone was very fun. Um, had enough darkness in it uh to kind of give us that like no this isn't your lighthearted um guardians of the galaxy uh kind of movie not not to say that guardians of the galaxy is super lighthearted but um this definitely has some more grit but at the same time it had a lot of humor uh a lot of fun it just feels like it's going to be a blast like it just it this really feels like you know this trailer sedimented in my mind like almost the perfect blend of grit and fun oh yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. and and that's what i really liked about it Uh, my biggest critiques is i wasn't that big of a fan of bohemian rhapsody 
um, being used. You get and, the hell out of here. I know. I know. I know. I love the song. I love, love the song. Like, I mean, come on. Like, Wayne's World uh, 2, like, when they're singing that in the car, like, that's one of my favorite moments. Uh, <laughs> it's Wayne's World 1, but yes, yes. Is it Wayne's World 1? It's the first, but yes. Okay. My apologies. Uh, but I love that moment. I love that song. Uh, and it's so... I, I love the bombastic nature of it, but I think I was so in love with the fact that they used um, that uh, Bee Gees song and then re uh, remade it uh, in the last trailer. I was really in love with that, and I think more so than probably most. Most people were just like, oh, yeah, it's good. Uh, but I thought it had this great haunting, solidified uh, tone to it mm-hmm. that this, while I feel syncs up perfectly – with the tone of the movie, so no knock to that. It just felt like so... Like, I just almost wish there was something a little bit different that they had done to it or picked something that wasn't so well-known. Uh-huh. So, so that's my critique on it. It's not that it doesn't fit, um, because I think it does, uh, but, you know, and the way that the trailer was cut and everything to it, I thought was very well done, but... I just wish almost that they had done a new recording of Bohemian Rhapsody or maybe chosen something different just because I really like that they did that for the first one. And um, the only other thing is obviously the final – not obviously, but the final line um, with Harley Quinn felt – I couldn't help with, but feel like that was it, – it's very comic book, which I love about it, but then – you know, I felt myself kind of almost doing a, a quarter of an eye roll. <laughs> was it was it just too on the nose? Is that it? I think so. Like we're the bad guys, you know. It's just like that that they're obviously trying to drive that home, uh, but it's just this weird thing, you know. Like, do you you probably have these moments where you're like. Uh, even though you're okay with it, you can't help but be like, okay, you know, like, yeah, it, it sort of takes you out of the movie a little bit. Um, and that's what it felt like a little bit to me where I'm like, okay with it, you know, and I think it fits with the character and I think it's funny um, and very comic booky, but it just felt a little bit like, oh, you know, just to reiterate, you know, we're, we're, we're the bad guys. Like, cause sometimes I just feel like when people are bad saying we're the bad guys is just a little weird to me. Uh-huh. Like, real bad guy it's like being tough the tough guy that says he's tough is not tough uh, <laughs> if that makes sense yeah uh, yeah so so when when you know people are bad um them sitting and saying we're the bad guys it feels more like they're fulfilling a role than actually that they are that way and so i think there's a little bit of that for me in there but honestly like the, those are pretty small gripes overall like they're the overall this trailer just was a blast um, is very fun and very cool. And, uh, yeah, that's my take. So what did you think, Andy? Nice. Uh, well, for me, I thought the trailer was a home run. I just, I, I loved it. I, and much like what I said about the posters, I feel the same way about the trailer is that they are, um, they are just putting it out there and they are proudly saying, here's our movie, you know? And, uh, I, I love that about it. And I love that, you know, the Comic-Con footage was was a little more somber and a little more haunting. So I like that this one is much more um, fun and energetic. And I, I loved how energetic the entire thing was. Um, I love that they used Bohemian Rhapsody. I love it. But I'll give you this is it was hard to not just sing along to the song instead of watching the, the trailer. Yeah, true. Cause that's how good, that's how much I love that song that I'm like, I just want to sing the song and then I'm not paying attention to what's going on. So right. I'm, I hear what you're saying there, but I still loved it. Um, especially cause I didn't, 
uh, I was surprised at how well they made it work in the trailer, how they edited different parts of the song through different parts of the trailer and kind of took you on a journey that way. I, I thought that was really, really well done and well edited. Um, I loved how much stuff you saw in the trailer. It was just packed with yeah. moments of all these characters and they were all really great. Um, you know, we walked out, people people going, oh my God, Harley Quinn stole that trailer. And then people said, oh my God, Joker stole that trailer. And people went, oh my God, surprisingly, Boomerang stole that trailer. And so <laughs> people are walking away from the same trailer um, saying that at least three different characters are stealing the movie. For me, I like, even though he didn't get tons of play, I felt like Killer Croc almost stole that trailer. Just seeing him in action and how vicious he looked, I was like, oh my God, it's Killer Croc. And yeah. that, comes, that comes from my Batman fandom. Samantha came out going, Oh my God, I love Will Smith. Will Smith looks so great in that trailer. So that speaks a lot to Will Smith's strength in the movie is that like somebody who's not into this stuff is like, Oh cool. Will Smith's in this movie. I love that. Um, So uh, yeah, I just, I just thought the trailer was just a ridiculous amount of fun. I think there's so much in it though, like that I immediately had to watch it again and again because it went by so quickly, but I thought the action looked great. Um, I loved like, there, there were some really big action beats, especially with whatever's going on with the helicopter and like kind of that destroyed s- street. So I think that, you know, yeah. this, this has a really large scope. Um, I liked all the one liners and the fun that was in the trailer. I loved everything that Harley Quinn said, uh, because to me it sounded like Harley Quinn. And so, no, I just, I thought it was, I thought it was a blast. I loved it. Um, I loved it so much. Sam and I, we did a reaction video for it on YouTube. It's on the Holy Batcast page. Um, <laughs> and so, but I actually waited for her to get home to watch it. So it was like being tortured, being like, oh, I can't watch it yet. I can't watch it. Um, but I, I know I, I love the trailer. I think it's, I think it's awesome. And uh, definitely built a lot of hype around this movie. Um, there are people who, don't seem like movie geeks who I saw a post about this trailer. So I was like, Oh wow. Like, so it apparently did, it did make an impression because people who I don't normally see post about such things. Um, I saw them commenting about how excited they were about this movie. So I, I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. I love the excitement that's around it. And again, I love how unabashed it is about what it is. And I think that that is super cool. Yeah, I agree, hundred uh, percent. It definitely has its own identity, um, and that that's probably the biggest strong suit. And and you're right. You brought you bring up a very great point about obviously the um, you know the way that they made each of these characters be their own kind of highlight. Even Joel Kinnaman as as a uh, Rick Flag, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and him just you know that line where he's like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" You know, like I, I thought that was. The way he says it is really good. Yeah. Yeah. His line delivery on that where he's like, you can like, he's their babysitter and he's already so fed up with them. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Yeah. Uh, So, so you're right. Uh, But the, I love, you know, the thing that really, I think um, uh, stood out. Yeah. uh, Harley Quinn for me was definitely very cool. Um, She, she really um, had a lot of play in that trailer. Uh, but man, the Joker stuff was, was definitely very helpful for me, I think, and, and really solidifying, uh, Jared Leto in this role and in this new kind of Joker. And, uh, 
uh, you know, seeing him with the, you know, the black suit shooting the gun and laughing and, uh, you know, him surrounded by the knives. And then even more so, I was like very like um, curious about what's happening where he's diving into the tanks. Yeah. Harley yeah. out. And there's mm-hmm. that there's those, you know, her hair dye or whatever that may be, you know, uh, kind of swirling around them, you know. So there was there was a, a little bit of mystery in here, too. But I agree that that helicopter scene kept keep, kept sticking in my mind. I think probably the way it aligns with the music and it's kind of like boom, 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 boom. Yes, like yes. Smoke. Um, it was just really, um, really cool, man. Really cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. And we were talking to uh, Brian Crosby about this last night, you know, our good old bat chum, Brian Crosby. And he was saying how the um, the, the, the shot of Joker in the tux really grabbed yeah. him. He loved that um, because, you know, when when the initial look of the Joker came out. Not everybody was on board with it, but I think that the more we're seeing of it in context of the film, the easier it is to kind of forget about the tattoos and just look at how crazy and scary and awesome this version of the Joker is looking. Yes, absolutely, man. It's uh, he's definitely got the the madness and the menace down. Mm, totally. Um, so yeah, Suicide Squad coming out in August. Ah. Oh. I love, uh, again, I love the hype around this one. Uh, it was so cool that they saved this trailer to drop at the end of that special because uh, it was really, really cool way to punctuate it. But it wasn't the only new stuff that we got during that special. We also got our first footage of the Wonder Woman solo film. Yeah, man. And it's... it wasn't tons, but it was something. And uh, yeah. did you get a chance to watch that? I did. I did. Yeah, it's uh it's it's very cool to see, you know, a little bit more of sort of um some of the things that we have seen been seeing uh for these released images of this sort of um older era, this older world and and kind of seeing, you know, uh I think even Gal Gadot talking a little bit more about Wonder Woman um and who she is was really cool. Um and and she she said uh that um you know that wonder woman is really sort of this um kind gentle person you know like that she's she's not like this strong uh woman in the sense like that she's a bully you know mm-hmm. what i mean like she's, right. that she she seems to be very like um beautiful but but very kind in her her persona until basically it's time to put on the armor and duke it out you know essentially uh, i'm paraphrasing obviously but uh you know i i thought that was really cool that we got a, a real split in the footage that we saw of her you know as wonder woman and then her as uh diana you know and seeing her as her um you know as herself kind of in her civvies if you will Oh yeah, totally. Um, and I and I love that they they talked about that as well about how they talk about part of her strength comes from her kindness and her heart. I think that's great. That's how it should be for Wonder Woman. And I think it was Patty Jenkins, the director, who said, "But that does not in any way take away from her power," which which I love. Um, yeah. So we got some it, everything that we got here uh, was peri- looked like it was peri- periods stuff. It all was World War One stuff. So we got to see Diana Prince and Steve Trevor in their civvies. And then we got to see wonder woman in action a little bit. We got to see her on horseback. We got to see her fighting a bunch of, a bunch of soldiers in some sort of like 
abandoned house or warehouse or something. You get to see like a kick and a hit with the shield and um, some really cool action beats there. Again, it wasn't tons, but I loved what I saw. Um, to me, it just it just made me that much more excited for this film. This is a film I'm already super excited for, but I think that uh, just to get that first glimpse of Wonder Woman in action on her own through the lens of Patty Jenkins as opposed to Zack Snyder in Batman v Superman, um, it's really, really exciting because this is a movie that a lot of us have been waiting for for so long. And so, God, like right now, it, it, from what little bit they showed us, it looks like they're nailing it. Uh, visually, it looks great. We still haven't heard her speak yet as Wonder Woman. Um, that's the next big thing, and hopefully yeah. that will happen sooner than later. But um, but visually, I just I love it. And I love Gal's passion for the character. I love Patty Jenkins and, and uh, uh, Chris Pine's passion for the film. I think that, for me, it looked awesome. I agree. Yeah, it has this. It, I love that each of these films have such a different look uh, as we've seen so far. You know, I mean, it's like, uh, uh, you know, Suicide Squad has this sort of, you know, like really vibrant, you know, like the contrast in it is really like black and white uh, as far as not black and white, but it's just really bright and then dark. And so there's like a lot of, you know, color and a lot of craziness and then you know batman v superman is sort of like a darker movie overall you know uh the -hmm. way it looks and then and then uh wonder woman it has this sort of bluish hue kind of like um fogginess smokiness to it um from what from what we saw it feels like a very um old world like misty kind Mm -hmm. of yeah. kind of look to it and and it's very defined um the way it looks and and i and i love that about it as well is that you know if you even just put images of these um movies just still frames of these movies side by side um you know you could put wonder woman and wonder woman from bbs uh you know side by side and you could tell they they were their own movies just visually alone and and that's so important i think in these in these movies is to make sure you know not only do they have their own story identity and character identity but the visual identity is is crucial as well for setting that tone and i just think that they're knocking it out of the park with all those things as well yeah and when it's so cool that you're right they all have very distinctive feels they all you know you can definitely feel the excuse me the personality and the style of the different directors but they all still feel like of the same world so I, i love that about it i think that's awesome so it'll be really really cool to see um how all these movies play out when we finally get to see them. But fortunately, Warner Brothers gives us little bits while we're waiting. And so they just released a Batman animated film. And that is Batman Bad Blood. That is now available digitally. Um, So this is the one where Batman goes missing. And so Dick Grayson has to take over the mantle of the bat, uh, working with Damian Wayne's Robin, working with Batwing and Batwoman. Um, So this is out digitally. It came out on Tuesday, January 19th, um, but the actual physical copies are released on February 2nd. Uh, did you buy it digitally, Jamie? No, I did not. I didn't either. I always wait for the disc, especially because right now with this one, if you buy the Blu-ray, you can get one with a Nightwing figure. And so, of course, I have to get oh, that. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Right so there. I don't mind waiting an extra two or three weeks so I can get the Nightwing figure. So, yeah, I have not watched it yet. I've heard relatively good things about it. I, you know, I've seen enough on Twitter. Nothing that was like super like, it's amazing. But uh, I heard a lot of like, 
well, it's the best one they've done in a while, that kind of thing. And I haven't disliked the last few. So I'm like, okay, well, that sounds good. So it'll be interesting to see when it comes out. Uh, and if, I mean, physically kinda, in a couple of weeks. Kinda inter- yeah, it's kind of interesting that they say it's the best one that they've done in a while. Because uh, as I've told you, these are these are the kind of one of the things that fall by the wayside for me. Um, so I, I haven't even caught the last couple, I think. I think the last one I watched was Son of Batman. Um, and, I think that was because uh, I forced you to, too. Yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> you were like, we're doing a podcast now. and I was yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, but you know, it, not that they're they're not good. You know, it's just one of the, you know, as we've talked, it's like, like you with video games. It's like you kind of have to pick and choose some of these things sometimes. And so these usually are kind of the ones that fall behind for me. But I, I felt like overall, like tonally and and story wise, people have really enjoyed these, which is why they keep making them, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's kind of interesting to hear that people were saying this is the best one in a while, you know, like as though the last couple were not not so good. Yeah, I feel like they've fallen into I mean and and for me, like I said, I always tend to enjoy them. Um but they've they've fallen into a very consistent place where they come out and they're good and but like because now most of them are connected they're all they've they've kind of decided that they're all within the same continuity that there's not a lot of you don't see a lot of variety as far as like oh my god this one was amazing and this one was awful but they're all kind of consistently good um but to me none of like really jumped out because they're all part of the same continuity. So Mm. we'll see. But again, I'm excited for this one just because of, uh, it's a Batman movie focusing on everyone, but Batman. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting and fun to me, but not the bat family. Andy, don't you dare say it. Don't, uh, but not, no, not the entire bat family. I don't want to get angry emails. (laughs) We've gotten some heat. We've got a little bit of heat for calling the bat family. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) for how about a good portion of the Bat Family? Yeah, it is a portion. Can I say that? Yes, yes. And who you decide to kick out or leave into the Bat Family is up to you. It's a big Bat Family. That's right. You can't send us angry emails after that comment. Uh, All right. So Batman Bad Blood, check it out now if you can't wait. Otherwise, February 2nd on disc, which is when I will be picking it up. And then we can talk about it then and see what we think. Or I can tell you what we think if you're not going to keep up with it. Please do. (laughs) Uh, So to just further the Suicide Squad love train, though, we got a little bit of merch. Um, We got a reveal of these collector statues of the Suicide Squad from DC Collectibles. David Ayer sent out a sneak peek of the Harley Quinn one. And then the next day, we got all of them. So we got Killer Croc, Boomerang, Katana, Harley Quinn, Deadshot, and the Joker. Uh, Did you get a chance to look at these? I did, and actually, it's pretty cool because uh, I uh, I follow the artist that did a couple of these. I'm not sure if he did. I don't think he did all of them, but I know he did the Joker and Harley Quinn. It's a, a sculptor named James Marsano that I follow on Instagram, and he posted these. So I saw them through his Instagram first, and I was like, "Oh my god, these are incredible!" And he commented on how how fun it was to make these and and how really challenging they were as well you know just because obviously to get the character and the likeness and everything right on was you know very important and uh and uh you know that because of that you know it was it was really like gratifying finishing these things and how proud he was of these uh so yeah i got to enjoy these in all their splendor and man yeah they just uh, you know the pose the likeness um even the the paint 
mm-hmm. uh, and, and everything. Just as an overall um, figure, each of these are just over the top. Uh, just really perfect. Like I would love to see these in person to really get an idea of of their quality. But uh, you know, in photographs, it's it's uh, you know bar none, just really top top line. Yeah, I mean, they almost look like photos of the people. Yeah. Yeah. Which which I says a lot when it's a sculpt. Um, I I have a feeling we will see them in person come Comic Con. Uh, There's a chance. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty good pretty good bet. Um, but uh, honestly, the one the my least favorite is the Joker one. Yeah, it's it, he's 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 like too buff. It's yeah, like it, <sighs> Leto got into great shape to play the Joker. But this one like seemed to steroid him up even more, and so he looks just huge, and and it just looks less Jokerish to me. Um, but I think the other five are gorgeous. Like the Katana one is awesome, the Harley one is awesome. They're all great, um, and even the Joker one is good. But again, I just feel like they made him too buff. It just it just it jumped out at me. I, I wonder though, like, because looking at, I've I've sort of felt a little bit that way of how buff Jared Leto is. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, he's he's like a lean muscular, but he's very muscular overall, and um, and so it's one of those things that I'm like, well, it, it could be, you know, just uh, sculptors when they're doing musculature and stuff, you get more rounded shapes, you know, and all this stuff. So there's a tendency to kind of uh, do the Greek god thing and make them a little bulkier and a little more muscular than they are. Mm. But I agree. I, I would have actually been happier if they sort of made him a little more stringy yeah. um, and, and taken it the other direction because I think that that's um, a little bit more Joker uh, in that way. So if you're going to take a liberty to go for it. But, you know, part of me is also looking at it. I'm like, well, maybe that's just how, you know, maybe they did a body scan or something like that. And that's just how buff Jared Leto really is. Yeah, could be. <laughs> so it's it's hard for me to say. But I agree. You know, I, I definitely agree that, um, you know, as good as the sculpt did, it's jarring to see this uh, Joker that's, you know, with guns like that. Schwarzenegger Joker. Yeah, he's pretty buff. Crazy. <laughs> and everybody knows Schwarzenegger is Mr. Freeze. That's right. Only on. Mr. Freeze is that buff. Yeah. Except never, except for that one movie. That's um, right. uh, anyway, these are really cool and they better be really cool because they're going to be 150 bucks a pop. Yeah, they're, uh, you're going to pay for them. But I mean, you know, as you had mentioned, seeing these, it's like the quality is definitely there. Oh, yeah. I mean, the quality is there. They are beautiful. Um, just uh, going to be pricey. So these are ones I might have to admire from afar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I have a feeling it'll be that way for me, too. As much as I want them, it's like, uh, I, I just can't do it. If I had more room to justify these sort of things, then right. it would be more inspiring. If I had like a little corner where I'm like, well, I need to put something there, but I don't have a corner to put anything into. So that's the sacrifice. There you go. It's, it does make it a little easier when you're out of space. Exactly. There's plenty more reasons why I can't, <laughs> right. aside from financial stability. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Anyway, uh, no listener feedback this week, or at least none that I could find. Actually, we did get oh, one. Oh, did you get something? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we did get one, uh, and I, can't, I think it was sent to directly to the Batman universe, uh, because uh, Matt, Matt Mann, as he calls himself, had written us. Oh, yes. Uh, Yes, yes, indeed he did. Uh, And he said, Hi, it's Mattman Returns, LOL. Been a while since I responded to your podcast. Life tends to get in the way. 
The premiere of The Legends of Tomorrow and the DC films with Kevin Smith was great. Just tell Jamie that Aquaman is riding on beaver sharks as new pets for a sol- solo movie. LOL. Hashtag confirmed. But seriously, the podcasts have been great. Been keeping up with the both podcasts, The Holy Badcast and Batman Universe, uh, to keep up with to keep up with great work, my bat chums. Just a curious question: Do you think, or would you like them to bring back Arnold Schwarzenegger as Freeze eventually in any film, or would you prefer another villain from the Rogues Gallery? Hashtag Batman. Hashtag you guys don't suck. LOL. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks. So, pretty apropos yeah thanks matt uh for writing in uh no worries we understand uh, life getting in the way uh we struggle with that very thing with our podcast which we love to do but um how funny that he commented on schwarzenegger as mr free that's really as, weird i yeah. swear i had no idea yeah that is <laughs> pretty crazy so i don't know what do you what do you think andy um no <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's- thank you for the message, Matt. But yeah, um, Schwarzenegger is Mr. Freeze. Uh, just no, thank you. I think you know he had his he had his shot. Didn't quite work for for me. And as Mr. Freeze is one of my favorite villains in the Rogues Gallery, I absolutely am dying to see a new version of him, um, just with a different actor. Um, so you know, someone who will do the opposite of of what Arnold did and actually take it down, uh, completely down, no emotion, much like the animated series Mister Freeze. That's what I am dying to see in a film. Um, less puns, more scary. Yeah, uh, you know, the only thing that makes me consider this is I just watched Sabotage, which is a David Ayer film with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's about him as the head of this sort of, um, uh, I think they're like uh, a mercenary group or they sort of work alongside the government, but they're, they kind of take out these drug cartels and all this. And, and as the story plays out, you find out that his family has been, you know, was, was sacrificed, yeah, et cetera. But basically he is this very, um, overall a very serious kind of more downtrodden quiet person you know and so actually his acting in that if that would have been more the mr freeze that he brought um which is impossible because it was a schumacher film so there was no way that was going to happen uh over the top is what they asked for but that mr freeze would or that portrayal of his character would actually be more in line with i think what you were commenting on andy which is the real mr freeze mm-hmm. um which is which is uh, a mo- uh, uh, a character driven by his emotional state uh, but doesn't show that uh at all and and so do i would i want him to be mr freeze probably not I still, I still would be. I think I'm still too scarred uh, for what he did <laughs> to, to trust him. Uh, but I will say, um, like, if he wanted to do it on Gotham, great, have a blast. Yeah, sure, exactly. <laughs> that would be totally fine uh, and and apropos. But uh, you know, Arnold has kind of definitely be- become a different kind of actor. He's not after the whole. Not in every movie, because in some movies he is. He's not after the whole, you know, I'll be back sort of uh, projection that he's been doing all the time. He's sort of trying to kind of do something else and be a little bit more serious in some movies. So could I see him in another Batman movie as an older, 
you know, retired villain or something like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but Mr. Freeze, probably not. Probably not. Um, you know, so that's just to give him a little bit of kudos in as far as, you know, where he's gone uh, versus where he's been. Uh, I think that, that we're going to leave the Mr. Freeze thing alone um, between both Andy and I. That was just a little much, and we don't want to see that happen again. <laughs> right, right. And and I, I think you, you bring up a good point. Is I think that, yes, he is capable of doing the more understated version of Freeze. But at this point, I think that age, you know, he's, he's just older than uh, – Ideally, Mr. Freeze would be, and so uh, yeah. no, you're right. He he could do it, but I think that that uh, ship has sailed, and it's time to do someone else. Yes, give somebody else a chance. Cool. So yeah, appreciate the message there, Matt Man. That's very cool, and I'm glad that Jamie you you picked up on it because I don't know where it went. Uh, my bad. Yeah, no, no, it just came. Uh, I think Dustin forwarded it to me, so I'm not even sure where it was commented. On oh, cool. Very cool. Um. The other thing is is Matt bring up a great point about life getting in the way, and so uh, we've got to warn everybody that life's about to get in the way of the show for a little bit uh, because I'm about to go off and uh, get married and have a honeymoon, and so I am going to be out for two weeks. So we probably won't have a new episode for a couple of weeks, unless Jamie, unless you want to find somebody to fill in for me, I won't take it personally. You can do that. That's totally Hell up to you. No. All Hell right. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, you and Brian are my only good hey, hey you know what hey i'll i'll throw it out there if there's a listener that wants to try and uh to uh you know be andy for the next couple weeks go ahead send me some sort of uh, uh a uh what do you call it an audition uh for a single episode uh you know what actually no i, I can't I'm like, are you gonna open up that can dude no, you're I, gonna I'm get gonna so many i'm sorry i'm sorry i can't do that i'm sorry because andy andy is he is the one that keeps us in line and i just feel like there's almost almost no one can, that can uh, replace him so i'm gonna hold out uh for the next couple weeks uh because andy has some important uh business to attend yeah to i got some important life stuff going on very exciting um and uh so yeah so please forgive us as we take a couple weeks off as i go do that but then we'll be back um probably first or second week of february and uh probably second week of february and then catch up on whatever we missed in the meantime so uh thank you guys all for listening as always make sure you do check out all the other great shows on the batmanuniverse.net so if you miss this show and you still need some batman talk there are a lot of great shows on the batmanuniverse.net that'll keep you entertained with batman talk while we are gone um you can also of course check out holy batcast i just did a very in-depth breakdown of the suicide squad trailer um on the audio podcast and then like i said uh, me and my lovely fiance we did a reaction video to the suicide squad trailer on youtube so check out the holy batcast youtube channel um got some fun batman stuff on there for you as well plenty of batman out there to keep you busy while this show takes a little bit of a break um follow jamie on twitter or on instagram at batman pop tart if you like and then if you want to follow me just look up holy batcast and you can follow me there um but i think that's it jamie anything that i I forgot no i think that's it man so i am looking forward to uh your bat themed wedding and you know i i gotta get a good shot of uh you and the wife at that point because that may just have to be uh the cover photo for the tbu oh next, my uh, god next month that's right so i'm putting it i'm setting it up right here so it has to happen now. oh that's craziness it's crazy I talk i know i know but it's gonna happen so all right we'll do it 
Uh, so uh, thank you, Jamie. On behalf of Jamie, I've been one of your co-hosts, Andy DiGenova. Thank you for joining us. As always, we will see you in a couple of weeks. And this has been the Batman Universe. The Batman Universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham. that mental trigger every single always time. every time <laughs> no when i was driving from the airport man i would like had this image of you and your uh tux and and sam and her dress and you guys like striking superhero poses and then me like making that the the logo for for next month so that is a must I, all right I, I that is my request of you guys that i get a shot of you guys like in uh your most dynamic wedding poses that you can muster. <laughs> I think we can make that happen. <laughs> I think you can. <laughs> I think it probably would have happened regardless, but just, just but now we have an official reason. So that's, that's fine. Right. Damn right. <laughs>